Bremer's online banking, bill pay, and mobile banking, you're able to bank when and where it's convenient for you. Contact Bremer Bank today to start banking with ease. Bremer Bank, member FDIC. Bremer Bank, hey, located in the heart of Carrington. Go Promo, the region's number one promotional vendor for your school. If your school, team, or fans need custom apparel with embroidery and screen printing services and you need them on time, just go promo. Need an easy way for everyone to place their order? Just go promo. Go Promo creates custom online stores just for your school or team and kicks back 10% of sales to you as a fundraiser. Visit justgopromo.com or call 877-99-PROMO to learn more. Go Promo. Consider it branded. Paul McDonald back with you here in Jamestown, here at uh, Jack Brown Stadium. We're broadcasting Super Sports Saturday live here from Jack Brown Stadium. We have the Phil Brown Classic coming up a little bit later on. We've got the doubleheader for you here on the KDAK beginning at 1 o'clock this afternoon. As uh, coming up uh, first off uh, here at 1 o'clock this afternoon, it will be... Carrington and the host Jamestown Post 14 and then coming up late right after that Carrington will take on Aberdeen at about three o'clock and then we'll head into Twins baseball game two of the three game series with the Twins and the Cleveland Indians that's on KDAK on ESPN Jamestown we'll have that first game at one o'clock and then we'll have the final game of the day at five o'clock this afternoon here on ESPN as Jamestown will take on the Aberdeen Smitties to wrap up day one of the tournament now normally this is a three-day tournament and four teams are in, but one team uh, dropped out uh, late, and so they uh, turns this in kind of a duo triangular, if you will. Three game, uh, three teams, each team getting a doubleheader today and tomorrow. And well, you look at it, we're 11 days away from the postseason, at least here in North Dakota, with the District Four going on for Carrington and the East and West region for. Jamestown. We're going to start off in the east for Valley City and the way their season has gone. Valley City right now 10-4 and four on the year coming into play here this weekend. And they are coming off a couple of wins last night against Wappenden. But the week started on Tuesday night. They played a doubleheader at home against the Grand Forks Blues. Now both games did go towards the East standings, so it's the only time that they would play the Blues throughout the regular season. And in that first game of the doubleheader at Charlie Brown Field, Grand Fork's gone off to a quick 2-0 start, scoring a couple runs in the top of the first inning. Valley City was able to get one of those runs back in the bottom of the first, and that tied, made it a 2-1 game after one inning. But then uh, Jack Ziegler and uh, Jacob Johnson, the two pitchers, then locked horns the rest of the way and put up goose eggs until we got to the bottom half of inning number five. In the bottom of the fifth inning, still with a 2-1 advantage for Grand Forks. And Ziegler started the inning out by getting a fly ball or a ground out to, to Austin Thornton and striking out Avery Benefield. Well, then Easton Hesch walked on a 3-2 pitch. And then Jacob Johnson stepped to the plate with a runner at first base, two outs, and he swung at the first pitch he saw. And the pitch. He swings this one into right center field. This could be a base hit and could go for extra bases. Hesch around second on his way to third. He's being waved in. Johnson around second. He's on his way to third. And here comes the throw. It's not going to be in time. A triple, and it's tied at two. 
That made it a 2-2 game. Johnson was at third base. Then Riley Gerhardt, he was next to the plate, and he would walk, and that put runners at the corners. So then while he was batting, Johnson was able to come in on a wild pitch and give Valley City a 3-2 lead. But then Riley Gerhardt, or the courtesy runners it turned out to be, was, uh, Riley Gerhardt didn't have a courtesy runner, so what we had, John Butler came up. He singled. Alex Thornton then came to the plate with runners at the corners and still a 3-2 game, but it gave the post-60 a little bit of cushion. And the pitch. Swung on. There's a line drive over the third baseman's head into left field, a base hit. Cardinals around third. He's being waved in. He will come in to score. And Valley City takes a 4-2 lead. So that base hit by Alex Thornton made it. Alex Thornton made it four to two. Then we head to the seventh inning, still four two. Valley City with the lead. Well, Dylan Kuntz uh, led off, reaching on an error, and uh, Ryan Musilar then got a base hit. And so with runners at first and second, and nobody out, uh, it was. Uh, Jacob Johnson still on the hill, and he was uh, trying to close things out. They did get a run across to make it a, uh, we're going to get a run across here, but with nobody out and runners at first and jet second, Johnson would bear down uh, against uh, Noah Berger and against Sam Strandell. Runners off first and second, nobody off top of the seventh and the pitch. Swing and a miss. He got him. Strikeout number 12 for Johnson. One away. Check that one out. Two on. And the pitch. Strike three called. Got him at the knees. Strikeout number 13 for Johnson. Out number two. And, and that would be the last batter that Johnson would face. He had reached his pitch limit at 107. So out he came. And they brought Connor May in from left field to pitch. Well, he would hit the first batter he faced to load the bases up. And then it was Ross Meyer getting a base, a bases loaded walk that brought a run in. So with the bases loaded, and it was still 4-3, to three, May was able to lock things up. And May kicks, delivers. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. He got him. That retires aside. And for Grand Forks in the seventh, they pick up one run on a base hit. There was an error. And three runners left on base. Your final score here in game number one. It is Valley City over Grand Forks. Blues 4-3. to three. And they went to the second game of the doubleheader. This game was a little bit different. The first game, a pitcher's duel. Second game, a few more runs were scored as Grand Forks and Valley City locked in again. This game also qualifying for the regional standings. Jacob Johnson would score in the, the first inning and give them a one nothing lead for Valley City. But then Grand Forks got a couple of runs uh, in the third after uh, Valley City got two runs in the second. So it was a 3-2 game. Avery Benefeld's two-run double in the second inning gave Valley City City a 3-0 lead. Then Grand Forks played it a couple runs in the third, and it was 3-2. Then in the fourth inning, Valley City got three more runs to go up by a score of 6-2. And they held that 6-2 lead until the seventh inning, when Grand Forks would score five runs in the top half of the seventh inning and take a 7-6 lead. Then in the bottom half of the seventh inning, down by one, Jacob Johnson would lead off the inning. And rather ironic, I heard one of the Grand Forks fans uh, say, don't give up any doubles. Okay, we won't. How about a triple? And that's what uh, Jacob Johnson got. Triple to the gap in right center field. Your leadoff batter's at third. Nobody out. Then Riley Gerhardt steps in with the 7-6 deficit and a man at third. Three balls, two strikes on Riley Gerhardt. 
Valley City run in the first, two in the second, three in the fourth. Grant Forks two in the third, and then the big five spot in the top half of this inning. Here's the 3-2 pitch. Swing, there's a shot into right center field. That's going to drop in for a base hit. We're tied. Gerhardt around first. He's on his way to second. The throw coming in is not going to be a time. It's a double. We're tied at seven. Riley Gerhardt had double in his head right from the time he left the batter's box. And with the game tied at seven and Riley at second base, John Butler then was intentionally walked. Then Connor May came to the plate, and he had a fly ball out to center field for the first out of the inning. And Gerhardt running for himself because Grady Cardis, who had been running for him in both games, was already in the game playing in left field. So Riley would tag up himself and move on to third. And on the play, the throw got away from the third baseman. That allowed Butler to go to second. So with one out... Game tied 7-7 in the bottom of the seventh inning. It was second and third with the one out. Well, then Easton Hesch was intentionally walked, and that loaded the bases. So Grady Cargis comes to the plate, and with the guy at third base, matter of fact, with the bases loaded, Grady would send everybody home happy. Now batting Grady Cargis. So Cargis will step to the plate for the first time here tonight. He has been all over the place running the bases because he's been courtesy running for Gerhardt tonight. Now he's got a chance to drive in Riley as irony would have it at third base. One away. Bottom of the seventh. Bases loaded. Tied at seven. And the pitch. Swing and a miss. Nothing in one. No balls. One strike. Austin Thornton would be due up next. Only other bench player they have is Caden Lloyd. If they go that direction, if they need to. 0-1 pitch. Swung on, there's the looper into right field. Base hit, game over. Gerhardt will come in to score, and Valley City wins it Cardis, who courtesy ran for Riley Gerhardt all night until the latter stages of this game, drives Riley in with a base hit with the bases loaded in the bottom of the seventh inning, and Valley City sweeps Grand Forks tonight, winning the final, the second game of the doubleheader, 8-7. to seven. And with those uh, wins, they would uh, get to 9-4 and four in the East Region and in third place in the East Region. And they're still in third place. So last night, they would take on Wapaton. Wapaton came to town for a doubleheader. And in game number one, Mitchell Taylor tossed a complete game shutout. And Avery Benefeld had three hits, leading Valley City to a 5 nothing win over post-20 in that first game. Taylor scattered six hits over his seven innings. He walked one and struck out six. The game was scoreless until the fifth when Austin Thornton opened the inning with a single. He went to third on Benefeld's first double, then scored on a wild pitch. Post 60 would add four more runs in the sixth inning. With two outs, Thornton and Grady Cargis with had singles, or scored Grady Cargis with a single. Benefeld singled in Easton Hesh and Thornton, and then Alex Thornton scored Benefeld with a single to cap off the scoring. Taylor would set down post 20 in order in the seventh to preserve the win. 
in game two. Wapaton scored seven runs in the top of the fifth inning for a 12-3 win. And Jake Ulick and Zach Manock each had three hits as Wapaton had 15 for the game. Trenton Duffner had two hits and drove in three runs. And seven different post-60 players had at least one base hit in the game for Valley City. And Harvey, uh, Briar Harvey drove in Cargus with a single and a Run scored on an error in the second inning when Valley City did play two and tie the game at two. And Easton Hash drove in a run with a pinch hit single in the fourth to cut Wapaton's lead to five to three. So after the games last night, Valley City now 10 and four in the East region, 13, 15 and one overall. Next up, they will be at home for a couple of games next week. Four games total, two as far as the league is concerned. They will host Devils Lake on Wednesday, and then Kindred will come to town on Thursday. Now, those games for Kindred are going to be very key because right now Kindred is in first place in the region. They have uh, the 9-3 uh, record, and right now in first place, Fargo Jets are right in between, and then Valley City and Devils Lake. Now again, the way that the playoff scenarios will go for the East region on Monday night, the 22nd, they'll have a play-in game with the 8th seed hosting the ninth seed, and then all eight teams will come to Valley City on Tuesday, July 23rd, for a double elimination tournament. According to the top four teams, we'll move on to the state tournament. Now we'll move over to uh, Jamestown, where post-14 coming in 9-1 and one in the West region. They are 10-8 and eight overall, heading into this weekend's uh, four games at the Phil Brown Classic. And uh, Jamestown this week, they started off up in Fargo and played what I guess, uh, for lack of a better term, like a triangular. It was to be an original doubleheader with the Fargo Jets at Jack Williams Stadium, but they turned it into uh, Fargo playing... Uh, Jamestown once, and then Jamestown taking on Purim in the second game. Well, in that game against the Fargo Jets, the Jets won that one by final of 10-5 to in the first game of the night for Jamestown. Dawson Dowdy had a couple of hits for post-14 in the loss. Chris Erickson, Tommy Falk, Devin Lee all had hits as well for Jamestown. Then in game number two, they would come up with a victory by a 7-4 to four final. They would beat Purim in game number two. Chris Erickson leading the way there. He was two for four and drove in four, including three runs in the second inning to uh, give uh, Valley uh, or give uh, Jamestown the lead at three to one, a three-run single. And uh, Dawson Dowdy scored all the way from first base on a single. With two outs, he was off with a crack of the bat, and he hustled all the way around from first base and scored on the base hit. And then also Chris Erickson added an RBI double in the fourth. And Ethan McKinney, he had a three-for-three three night as well for Jamestown as they had nine hits in the game. So they pick up a couple of those wins non-conference. Then on Wednesday night, they go to Watford City and pick up a couple of wins against Watford City on Wednesday night. And then I had a chance to uh, talk with head coach Sam Joseph earlier this week after their uh, victories against Watford City and getting ready for this weekend's tournament. Here's a conversation with Coach Joseph, the head coach of the Jamestown American Legion. Uh, continuing our Legion baseball discussion here, of course, Phil Brown Classic uh, coming up here on Saturday as we are live here from Phil Brown uh, or from uh, Jack Brown Stadium for the Phil Brown Classic. Lots of baseball here over the next couple of days. And Coach Sam Joseph from Jamestown uh, Legion Post 14 joining us. How you doing, Coach? Good, good. Thank you for having me. How are you? Oh, fantastic. Can't be, uh, how can you not be good when you get to spend the entire day at a ballpark? Uh, that's uh, It's nothing better. 
Nothing better. I, I love hanging out there, and if I could work there and live there, I would be great. <laughs> well, now we've got uh, lots of baseball we'll talk about here with this uh, Vilbron Classic coming up, Sam. But just uh, as you look at the season uh, for post-14, I know when you and I got to, got together and kind of talked uh, preseason, uh, I, I don't think offense was going to be a problem for this team. Is that you know we knew they were going to be able to hit the ball. Is that something you've seen the way they've been hitting the ball this year? This is something you expected. Yeah, well, we we do a lot of hitting during practice. That's the one thing that I stress a lot during practice. Even like when we have uh, half days, you know, where not really a half day, but like more of just come and get work in. Uh, I really stress them getting in, getting their tee work in, front toss, you know, having a, a purpose for each swing and, and working on the things that they don't do well at during games. And then, you know, and then they can go on along their day. But uh, again, when we get to practice, I, I'm a hitters guy, so I just want to hit the ball. We're, we're going to have to score more than the other team, so Obviously, you have to do it on the hitting side of things. And do you like, uh, you know, they talk about situational hitting, you know, hitting behind the runner, uh, hitting runs and hitting behind the runner. Do you feel that they uh, are doing that well, doing that situational hitting and uh, maybe even getting productive outs if they need it? Uh, yeah, we, we actually, you know, I, I always like to do the hit and runs, but really I, I haven't really put any much on, on yet just because of the way we've been hitting the ball. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the guys have just been coming up and seeing the pitch that they like and they've just been driving it. So, you know, really I haven't really been doing much of that. Uh, we've been doing a lot of stealing. You know, uh, I tell guys, I tell I have a lot of guys on the team where I say, hey, you have the green light, so you don't need me to give you the steal sign. If you can get a good read and uh, get a good jump, you know, it's, take the bag. You know, uh, I don't want to, the only time I'm going to have you not go is if I tell you, don't steal. But other than that, you know, with the hitting part of it, again, if if they're hitting the ball all over the ballpark, you know, there's no reason to change that or add anything to it. Just let them go up there and do what they do. I know when we chatted earlier this year, uh, we were talking, uh, I think it was right after the Omaha tournament and fielding was kind of an an issue in Omaha. Is that still an issue? Do you feel uh, that kind of has been a, a little something that they need to work on better here as they head towards the last week of the regular season? Oh, yeah, you can always improve on defense. You know, defense is a thing that, you know, you can't really stop doing. You have to play defense and be good at it. And one of the main things that I've stressed with these guys is that um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not the one to go out there and teach you how to do a backhand Derek Jeter jump throw or 360 spin throw or diving catch. We're not going to teach that. We're going to teach you to make the routine plays and all the other things like the backhands and the off balance. So those are just athletic ability. And that's, you know, that's the thing that they just do naturally. But the other stuff, we, we, I teach them how to get, when they get to a ball, now we're going to make that play and we're going to throw it across the diamond and not worry too much about that. And we've been stressing that a lot. Uh, since we got back from Omaha, you know, we've been doing a lot of drills to work on hands, uh, transfer, feet work, and stuff like that. So, and right now the guys are, have been doing really well with it. Um, our errors have been down to uh, maybe one or two games since then. So, you know, other than that, we, we've been doing pretty good at that. And of course, uh, with your pitching, as you mentioned, you're a hitting guy, but we, you know, you talk about pitching too. And I know uh, Aaron Clevin has taken the lion's share of the innings. Uh, Dawson Dowdy and, and Max Anderson are, are uh, thrown in a lot too, because of course, as people know, Ryder Lundsman was out and now is uh, completely out with the with the arm. But pitching wise, you got to be pleased. At least these guys are are throwing the ball well and pitching well uh, so far. Because uh, Timmy or A is under four, so you like to keep it obviously around around that. So do you like the way things are going as far as your pitchers are concerned 
Yeah, we keep uh, we keep our guys on a on a pretty strict uh, pitching uh, count, uh, pitch count. So, um, you know, I, I would love to send Clevin and Cole in there to throw as much as they can. And, and you know, it, when we go out there and get them, they they're like, "Whoa, we're we're good to go." But you know, we we kind of want to you know keep that pitch count down just so when we get to regionals and and hopefully state that they're nice and fresh and then they can go those 80 90 plus games and and uh and the best thing that's been happening for us with pitching is that our younger guys are stepping up as well and eating up some innings so then our older we don't always have to depend on our older guys uh, like like Clevin and Kratz and Dowdy and and uh, Max Anderson, you know we want we have other guys too that can come in and eat up some innings, and that's been great for us. And the big part of that too is uh, you know I have a great assistant coach uh, Jake Stillwell who does a very good job with talking about the game and and making sure that they're working on mechanics, flat ground work, um, you know bullpen work, you know stuff like that, and and that's really been helping out a lot. Well, now this weekend, the Phil Brown Classic, uh, doubleheader Saturday, Sunday, Aberdeen and Carrington coming into town for these two games. And, and obviously, uh, you, you know, Carrington plays in the B, so you don't know maybe a lot about Carrington, and same with, with Aberdeen. Uh, so do you know what you're getting with the Aberdeen Smitties as they come in here this weekend? Um, I don't know much about Aberdeen. Um, I do know that, uh, that Carrington is good. They've always been good. They have a great program, uh, good coach over there that has been uh, doing very well with them. And uh, Tim Random, so uh, you know they again they're they're coached very well, and they're in, and they get they have very good athletes, and and our guys know who they have over there. It's it's not a secret, you know. They're they're neighbors to us, and they read the newspaper and they see guys you know who throw well over there, and and I think when they faced them either last year or the year before, and they have a good pitcher over there that that can uh, can really throw the ball, but you know we have. Uh, we have some uh, ideas, and we're going to try to throw them out to them and see what we can do and uh, hopefully get out there and it'll uh, put some pressure on the defense. And I think a memory serves back in, during the high school season. I think Jamestown did play Aberdeen because they start their Legion season, you know, back in May. But uh, they might have seen them. But, but bottom line, coaches, you don't really care who's in the other dugout. You're worrying about what your guys are doing and, and throwing strikes and making the plays, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's all it comes down to. I, I get, like you said, it doesn't matter who's over there. If we do what we do the best, and we again do the little things uh, great all the time, well, it's, it's not going to matter who's playing over there. Um, you know, if a team beats us because they they beat us, then so so be it. Tip your hat off to them. But we just can't beat ourselves. You know, we can't just get free passes, have errors, you know, stuff like that. If we play uh, great sound baseball. You know, it's going to be very hard to beat us. It's going to be very hard to beat any team that does that. So and those are the things that we've been stressing to them. Like, you know, we got to do the little things great all the time, and then great things will happen as you keep doing those things. All right. Sounds great, Coach. I appreciate the time, and uh, let's have some fun and uh, this weekend, and we'll see you at the ballpark. Awesome. I'll see you then. Thank you. You bet. Coach Sam Joseph joining us from the Jamestown Post 14. We'll be back with more Super Sports Saturday coming up right after this. Check out the new daily specials at Central Avenue Health Mart Pharmacy, your locally owned pharmacy. Every Monday is Memory Mondays, 20% off scrapbooking and picture frames. Tuesday is two for Tuesday, buy one, get one free on all Health Mart products. Wednesday is Whimsical Wednesday, 20% off home decor. Thursday is Toy Thursday, 20% off all toys. Friday is Fabric Friday, 20% off all crafts. And Saturday is Serious Saving Saturday with a discount drawing at time of purchase. Central Avenue Health Mart Pharmacy, downtown Valley City. Health Mart, caring for you and a about you.
Before you can start building business, you have to build a business, you know, a building, a storefront, a facility, new or addition. Problem is, you're too busy taking care of business, you don't have time to meet with a planner, a contractor, and all the suppliers. But if you wait any longer, you're going to start losing business. Well, have you heard about Hillroot Construction? They're in the business of building business. Literally, quality commercial construction saves you time, stress, and money so that you can get on with your business. Visit hillrootconstruction.com or call 253-8310 to get the ball rolling. Summer is shining bright, and Mertz Lumber and Supply in Ellendale and Oaks can help make your building project shine, too. Stop in and browse through their aisles of tools, paint, floor covering, building supplies, and much more. They can help you plan, price, and provide materials for your small or large project. Quality materials, competitive prices, and knowledgeable service will help you get the job done right. Check out MertzLumber.com or stop in today and shine bright with Mertz Lumber and Supply in Ellendale and Oaks. Count on your independently locally owned Health Mart Pharmacy to play a key role in keeping you and your pets healthy all year long. Health Mart Pharmacists are a trusted health care resource. Carrington Drug is now offering two-dose pet medications for calming, agility, joint care, skin and coat, medications, or to boost your pet's immune systems. Check out TrueDose. For all the details, stop in and talk to your Health Mart Pharmacist. Remember, Health Mart Pharmacists have a personal commitment to their community. Carrington Drug, 415 Main Street. Or call 652-2521. Health Mart, caring for you and about you. Here's the latest weather information from meteorologist Mick Kerr. Those clouds should clear away for the afternoon with a high of 86 and that wind still out of the south up to 10. 20% chance of some showers and thunderstorms yet this afternoon. Increasing clouds tonight, low expected of 69, south wind to 10 and still a 10% chance of some thunderstorms. Tomorrow, partly sunny, hot with a high close to 90. That heat index could reach 96 and a south wind to 10 with a 20% chance of some thunderstorms. For more on weather, check out our website at newsdakota.com. And right now here in Jamestown, we have a cloudy sky, 79 degrees so right now here at the ballpark. Paul McDonald here, Super Sports Saturday as we are broadcasting live here today from Jack Brown Stadium because we got the Bill Brown Classic that will be coming up here later on today. Again, on KDAK in Carrington, you'll be getting uh, basically a triple header of baseball starting at about 12.45, 12.50. We'll have the pregame, then at 1 o'clock, first pitch, Jamestown against post 25, and then immediately following, Carrington will then take on Aberdeen after about a half-hour break. And then uh, that will wrap up the Legion portion for KDAK, and then we'll have Twins baseball tonight on KDAK at 5.30. Pre-game 6-10, first pitch game two of the series with the Cleveland Indians for the Twins, winning last night by 5-3 final. And that'll be coming up on KDAK on ESPN Jamestown. We'll kind of have the uh, split doubleheader for you as we'll have the first game with Jamestown and Carrington. Take a break, then come back at about uh, 5 o'clock with the uh, second game and the final game of day one here at the Phil Brown Classic as Jamestown will be taking on the Aberdeen Smitties. And that'll be going on today, tomorrow. Again, a full day of baseball beginning at 11 o'clock in the morning. Triple header of games here at the Phil Brown Classic. Speaking of Carrington, as uh, we're now going to talk a little bit about uh, post-25 and uh, how their season is going. And I had a chance to talk with head coach Tim Ranham from post-25 here earlier this week. 
and get his thoughts on the 2019 Legion season. Well, Legion baseball taking center stage here on uh, Super Sports Saturday. Of course, we're in uh, Jamestown, the Phil Brown Classic, and we've got uh, lots of baseball over the next couple of days. Carrington is here, and we'll get uh, four games in this weekend. And Coach Tim Adam joining us. How you doing, Coach? Pretty good. Right there, so well, we got uh, a busy weekend coming up. Back-to-back uh, double hitters here at the Phil Brown Classic. Coach, uh, normally a four-team, four-team uh, three-day tournament, one team backed out late. But Aberdeen, the Smitties are in town. Of course, Jamestown and yourselves. And and I guess uh, question one: uh, setting up a, a rotation for this coach uh, when we're what ten days away from postseason getting started. Uh, how does this uh, back-to-back double hitters? Are we going to see some pitchers, or maybe uh, just to log some innings we haven't seen this year? Uh, yeah, there's definitely a good chance. Um, you know, tomorrow, to be honest, we're missing a couple guys, you know, for different things. We have somebody at a Shrine Bowl, uh, somebody else is out of town, like another kid playing basketball. So, um, we're, you know, we're going to be a little shorthanded. We'll have uh, one good arm tomorrow, but then, you know, probably we'll have to have some, some kids trying to eat up some innings here or there and just hopefully our, our bats carry us and make those strikes and, you know, we make enough plays defensively. But um, it is a good opportunity to try to build some depth for, for postseason play, definitely. Well, now, of course, uh, James on one of the teams in the Aberdeen Smitties. Uh, in Aberdeen, I know they've uh, they're a, a, have been a good ball club in the past. Uh, what, do you know anything about Aberdeen, or uh, what do you see them this weekend? Um, no, I don't. I know very little about them. Um, I think that they're maybe at all retooling a little bit. I heard uh, from a secondhand source, uh, but um, you know, <laughs> it's. I usually like going to the tournament because you usually do face some good teams, you face different teams, and and different arms, and it's a good opportunity for kids to get a lot of that. So hopefully they're uh, they're competitive, and, and it'll be a good weekend. Well, now, uh, as the season has gone here for you, Tim, is this season so far, the regular season for uh, Proposed 25, has it have progressed as you uh, have, have felt? Has it been uh, that kind of a year you felt uh, so far that you were going to have? Yeah, I think uh, we haven't lost a history game. Uh, we only got a couple left. We played another doubleheader on Monday that will wrap up our district play schedule. And um, we have a lot of those games, and we've done pretty well in the non-conference schedule. So, yeah, I've been, you know, pleased so far. I think, um, you know, a little more consistency, but I definitely think that we're positioning ourselves to get the one seed on in the district tournament and uh, put ourselves in a nice position to, to get to state. Well, now, uh, if I memory serves, I think I heard an interview you did with Greg here a couple of weeks ago, and with district uh, play. Now, you got to win your district, get to the state term with a little difference. So that puts a little more importance on the district. Uh, well, obviously, in the district term, it's always important, but it's a little different this year because now you got to win the district if you're going to get to the state tournament. Yeah, you know, the region play is the top top two teams, so you could just as long as you got to that final day, you know that you were you know, going to automatically qualify. I guess we had one year where we didn't have to win it because the host team was in our region. But uh, for the most part, yeah, and now it's, um, you got to worry about an extra day of pitching and um, Legion pitching regulations are pretty strict, a lot stricter than high school, even in Babe Ruth. So um, you're going to need to have, you know, four starters and, um, you know, minimum. And you know, ideally, you win your first three games and then kind of put yourself in the driver's seat to make everyone else um, you know, battle their way back to you and hopefully just win out in the end. So it's definitely a little different approach um, having to win it all. Now, is the, the district tournament, is that uh, in Carrington this season or where's where's she at? Yep. 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 Our district will be in, will be held in Carrington. So that starts on Wednesday. 
Uh, I think it's, I can't remember if it's the 23rd or the 24th, but it's, it's on a Wednesday and uh, Sunday will be an if necessary day. So Saturday will be the first championship and Sunday will be a winner take all if that's what it comes down to. And then uh, moving on, if there's a, a state tournament, uh, I believe it's state class B is in Hazen this year, if memory serves. Yeah, that's correct. So, yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be a good opportunity. To, you know, we haven't had the seven district alignment in, in quite a few years. So, um, probably see some different teams when we haven't. And uh, yeah, it'll be a good, good showcase for baseball. All right. Well, Tim, appreciate the time. Look forward to this weekend. Always fun to be over at the Philbron Classic and uh, look forward to a fun uh, couple of days. And uh, good luck to your team here this weekend. That sounds good. I appreciate it. That's cool. You bet, Coach. Coach Tim Adam joining us from the Carrington Post 25 American Legion. Again, American Legion Baseball here. Kind of the focus on Super Sports Saturday. We're here live for the Phil Brown Classic, and we'll have more Super Sports Saturday coming up right after this. The long winter has made busy bees out of us to get our yards ready. How many projects are on your yard's to-do list? Keep Sherbinsky Inc. on speed dial. Their screen black dirt can help you patch up and level out your yard or add to that beautiful flower bed you're designing. With a wide variety of sand and rock, you can landscape your heart's desire or your wife's. And gardeners, pay attention. Sherbinsky has manure, nature's fertilizer, to help give your garden that something extra for delicious yields. Sherbinsky Inc. 252-2652. Come home to Oaks Family Pharmacy, where they treat you like family. With great knowledge and customer service, the staff is committed to making your prescription health and gift needs as simple as possible. While you wait for your prescriptions, check out the great items in the store. Tornado, Oaks, and North Dakota wall decor, summer clothing, baby gifts, and more. With summer also comes sunshine and nasty bugs. So protect yourself with sunscreen and insect repellent spray and lotion. Visit Oaks Family Pharmacy at 422 Main Avenue in Oaks. Paying your energy bill the old-fashioned way takes a lot of steps, including all those steps to the mailbox. ePay from Ottertail Power Company is an easier way to manage your account anytime, anywhere, even from your mobile phone. It's free. It's easy. Take the first step. Enroll at otpco.com slash ePay. Ottertail Power Company. On for you. Guaranteeing quality products at competitive prices. That's Custom Machine in Oaks. They are your full-service machine and fabrication shop. Whether you need one part or a thousand, they'll have exactly what you need. Custom Machine offers water jet cutting services, CNC lath and millwork, complete welding shop, manual machining and repair, driveline rebuilding, and much more. Give Custom Machine a call today at 742-3188 or just stop by 501 4th Street South in Oaks. Hey listeners, this is Casey Glant with Go Promo, the region's number one promotional vendor for your school. If your school, team, or fans need custom apparel with embroidery and screen printing services and you need them on time, just Go Promo. Need an easy way for everyone to place their order? Just Go Promo. Go Promo creates custom online stores just for your school or team and kicks back 10% of sales to you as a fundraiser. Visit justgopromo.com or call 877-99-PROMO to learn more. Go Promo. Consider it branded. Welcome to Unison Bank. I'm happy to help you with any kind of transaction today, whether you're depositing money you got from selling your car or a jar full of change you got from inside your couch cushions. No matter the financial need, I can help. 
because I've been helping you and all our customers for years. We are Unison, and you can be too at unisonbank.com. Go ahead at Unison Bank, member FDIC. Donald back with you here at Phil Brown, the Phil Brown Classic, Jack Brown Stadium here today, Super Sports Saturday, and we are on the road here this weekend and uh, live here from Jack Brown in Jamestown. Coming up here a little bit later on, about 1 o'clock this afternoon, it will be a doubleheader baseball in uh, KDAK Carrington. We'll be taking on Jamestown. That is uh, due to be the 1 o'clock game. And then Aberdeen and Carrington at 3. Then Aberdeen and Jamestown will wrap up day 1 at 5 o'clock this afternoon. So lots of baseball here from the Philbron Classic. Getting back into Class A baseball. We were talking Class B there a little bit with Carrington. We'll talk about Oaks and Enderland in a moment. But getting into the standings here, the updated standings in Class A. As I mentioned, Valley City at 10-4. and 4. It is a tightly contested East region here right now. Kindred at 10 and 3 leads the way, and they're just uh, a half a game up on the Fargo Jets, who are 9 and 3. And then Valley City is at 10 and 4 and in third place. So those top three teams very tightly uh, mixed. And again, Valley City will be hosting Kindred. They lost to Kindred earlier this year in their game in Kindred. So they will have Kindred coming into town for a makeup game on Thursday night, 5.30, first game at Charlie Brown Field. The Fargo Jets, Valley City did sweep the Jets, and Kindred has already taken care of the Jets as well. So the, at least one game. So those two teams right now, that top three is packed. Then you have Devils Lake is at number four, Grand Forks Blues at number five, Fargo Astros at six, West Fargo seven, Wapiton eight, and Castleton at number nine. And eight versus nine, those two will play a play-in game on Monday the 22nd to see who will be that number eight seed. And then they'll play the double elimination tournament Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Saturday, July 27th, will be if necessary. They'll have that day if necessary if they have to play second championship game. Straight double elimination tournament. And again, the East region will be in Valley City, and we'll have all the Valley City games for you on KOVC. Now, as far as the West region is concerned, going into this weekend, that too, very close. Right now, Jamestown at 9-1. and one, They held they hold the top spot. The Minot Metros are right next to them at 10-2 and two in the standings. So uh, they just trail them by a game. Then you go back to uh, the Bismarck Reps at 7-3. and three, The Capitals at 6-5. and five, The Beulah Cyclones at 5-6. and six, Mandan at 4-7. and seven, Watford City 3-9. and nine, And the Dickinson Volunteers at 1-12. and 12. And you look at the schedule ahead for Jamestown. After their games here, they will have Bismarck uh, coming up on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, they will travel to Minot for the two games against the Metro. So the big see who will be that number one, number two seed. Those big games coming up on Wednesday in Minot at Corbett Field. And those games will be on ESPN coming up on Monday. Now, that'll be an early game. Those will be 4 o'clock in the afternoon for the uh, beginning of that doubleheader in Minot. And uh, looking at the uh, schedule, no other teams from the east or west are playing league games 
on this Saturday. So that's just a quick check of the standings right now in Class A in uh, Legion Baseball. Now let's talk uh, about Oaks post-36, and they are having a head outstanding season. Coach Shaw's team having a great season. They're coming into this weekend 13-4 and on the year. And this week uh, they played a couple of games with Lisbon, and it took Oaks uh, some extra innings uh, to prevail 4-3 to over Lisbon for their ninth league victory of the season. Now the game's starting pitchers, Brady McKinnon from uh, Oaks and Simon Sveem from Lisbon were on point through the first three innings and both allowed uh, some traffic on the base paths, but neither allowed a run through three. Now Lisbon would uh, score first in the sixth on a wild pitch. It took Oaks until the sixth inning to find the scoreboard, and they did it on a two-run bunt single. It was no ordinary bunt either as Logan Sell laid one down the first base line that originally started foul but then curled back fair and uh, scored Tyler Voitman and Trevor Meyer. Well, Oaks' uh, lead didn't last long as Lisbon would answer with two of their own in the sixth. When the first five batters reached base, four of them on hits. And Barker Runnick uh, delivered a two-run single to regain the lead for Lisbon. But that lead, again, didn't last long. With two runners aboard and two outs to work with, McKinnon delivered an RBI single to center. Meyer scored, and Isaiah Helsher was gunned down at the plate, attempting to score the go-ahead run. Uh, Oaks relievers Garrett Meal got the game into the eighth inning, and that's all Oaks needed. Logan Sell started the inning with a hustle double and was later brought in to score the winning run by Alex Nelson's sacrifice fly. Meal notched a 1-2-3 eighth inning, and Oaks went on to win by the final of 4 to three, and that was in the first game of the uh, doubleheader. Then they would play uh, the second game, a late one, because the first game got done so late. It was about a 9 o'clock first pitch in the second one, and they only played three innings, and Oaks won that one by a score of 7 to nothing was the final score on that one, and Oaks uh, scored a run in the first, two in the second, and four more in the third. And it was uh, Isaiah Hulsher that did the job. Three innings, allowed just one hit. He walked two and struck out five as Oaks won that game. And uh, Tyler Voitman had a couple of hits, scored a couple of runs. And Hulsher also, uh, also had a couple of RBIs in the game for himself as they won it seven to nothing. So again, Oaks 13 and four on the season. And that's coming in to uh, play here this week and uh, they are again just over a week away from their season uh, postseason games and looking at what's coming up here in the uh, don't have the exact schedule here for Oaks apologize but check on newsdakota.com we'll have the schedule for Oaks and what they have coming up in the coming weeks we're getting down to the nitty-gritty of the postseason for all uh, class B and class A and now Oaks uh, also will be uh, hosting uh, be the uh, class B redistrict 7 We'll also mentioned District 4. That's going to be up in Carrington. Valley City will be hosting the East Region, the West Region. That'll be out in Minot at Corbett Field. That's just a check of what's going on with Legion Baseball here on Super Sports Saturday. We're going to step aside, and when we come back, coming up, we're going to be chatting with the new golf coach from Valley City State. As Valley City State University has an interim coach that they named earlier this week and also... They just named their new softball coaches at Valley City State University. And we'll talk about that coming up as our Super Sports Saturday continues from Jack Brown Stadium. We've got the Philbron Classic, and we'll be back with more of Super Sports Saturday right here 
and on this beautiful Saturday afternoon. Quality apparel and promotional products are important to your business, organization, and school. You want a company that you can depend on to help you choose the right product for your promotion and someone who will deliver on time. That's why Affordable Promo, located at 816 West Main in Valley City, should be your first choice. Offering screen printing, embroidering, and promotional products throughout the Midwest with fast turnaround. No job is too big or too small. Affordable Promo for all of your business, school, and event apparel and promotional products. The world of farming is changing. Will you be ready? The demands on agriculture keep growing. Your challenge is to continue to keep pace. To be successful, you'll need equipment that can get the most out of every inch of land, innovations that help you work faster, and advice from people who know your field as well as they know their equipment. Case IH can help you be ready. Stop into Erickson Implement, your local Case IH dealer, or give them a call at 652-2821. That's Erickson Implement, located off of Highway 200 in Carrington. Have you experienced any of the following? Burning, stinging of the eyes, a gritty, sandy feeling in your eyelids, watery eyes? Well, these are all symptoms of a treatable condition called dry eye. Come to professional eye care centers for an evaluation and let us help you achieve consistent, clear, comfortable vision. Professional eye care centers, where the difference is clear, the difference is care. In Valley City, call 845-5000. This is Steve Linsmeyer, sports director for I3G Media, and today I'm talking with Jack Talley from the University of Jamestown men's basketball team. Why did you choose the University of Jamestown to start your journey to success? I chose the University of Jamestown because of their great academic program. They also had a great community around campus that made me feel very welcome from the start, and I was able to continue playing basketball. Start your journey to success at the University of Jamestown. Make a plan to tour our beautiful campus today by visiting uj.edu. Kratberg Electric believes in quality first, taking pride in their work and standing behind every project they do. They're bringing together the power, technology, and the experience that keeps your business online. The success of Grotberg Electric depends on three major ideals, the quality of their products, the commitment to their customers, and most of all, their customer service. Call Grotberg Electric today at 845-3010 or visit them online at grotbergelectric.com. Prairie Co-op in Wimbledon, Cooperstown, Carrington, and Sutton is your full-time Senex shop. They offer great service and top-of-the-line products. Arrowwood Prairie Co-op is also your one-stop farm shop with a large convenience store, ag products, and their top-quality trusted mechanic shop. Stop in today to your local Arrowwood Prairie Co-op where all your needs are met under one roof. Visit Arrowwood Prairie Co-op with locations in Wimbledon, Cooperstown, Carrington, and Sutton. McDonald back with you here at Jack Brown Stadium in Jamestown as Super Sports Saturday going live on the road this weekend. We've got the Phil Brown Classic coming up here on KDAK and on ESPN this afternoon. Again, doubleheader 
on uh, both stations today. And, of course, KDK, you're going to kind of have yourself a triple header because after we're done with post-25 baseball, then we're going to head right into Twins tonight. The Twins play at 5-3 with the pregame, 6-10 first pitch as uh, Jake Odorizzi will be brought off the uh, injured reserve list, and he will start for the Twins today, and uh, he'll be going up against Trevor Bauer, and that will be here today, 6-10 first pitch, 5:30 is the pregame from Progressive Field. The Twins winning last night 5-3, and the lead now at six and a half games over Cleveland in the American League Central Division. Well, before we uh, shift gears and uh, head into uh, talking college athletics, and of course coming up a little later on, our conversation with Wyatt Hatcher. We'll talk NASCAR and. Our uh, conversations are going to be uh, dwindling there with uh, Wyatt as well because their season is uh, over halfway done. And we'll have a conversation with Wyatt coming up here in just a little bit. One quick programming reminder for next week. We will not have Super Sports Saturday here next week. as uh, taking uh, some time off, and then we're going to be busy as we get into end of July with regional American Legion baseball. Then we get into August. And we're going to start talking about fall sports. And, of course, uh, we'll be having uh, football previews, uh, volleyball previews, and all the uh, the fall sports seasons as we get into the month of August and head towards the uh, first nine-man football game the 23rd of August will be the very first nine-man football game. So we are getting close just a little over a month away, and we are going to be talking fall sports. Well, Enderlin, they were in action last night as the Railcats uh, were to uh, were taking on Ellendale as we're talking uh, going to finish up our Legion coverage here with Enderlin and last night they played Ellendale and it, the game went extras and not just uh, one or two but went four extra innings it was Ellendale scoring four runs in the top half of the 11th inning to win it by final of 8 to 4 over the Railcats so a big four run inning in the top half of the inning for Ellendale, they win it by a final of 8-4. to four As uh, Hunter Thorpe did a great job uh, in pitching last night out of the bullpen. Thorpe went four and two-thirds innings of relief, did not allow a hit, did not allow a run, and uh, walked a couple and struck out four as he picked up the win in relief. Four and two-thirds innings of no-hit relief. And Tanner Jeffrey, he went six in the third innings, scattered six hits, gave up three earned runs, walked three, and struck out six. And offensively, they were led by Leighton Hagan. He was four for six. As a matter of fact, his third double of the night came in the top half of the 11th inning, broke the 4-4 tie. He ended up going four for six last night, and Max Waltman had a couple of hits and a couple of RBI for Ellendale last evening. Enderlin offensively led by Cameron Yantis. She, uh, Cameron had a couple of hits and also drove in a run last night for the Railcats. Railcats fall to 6-12 and 12 on the season with that loss. They have dropped their last three games. Had a three-game winning streak coming out of the uh, Enderlin Woodbat Tournament. They had won three games in a row, but now have dropped three straight. Next up for them, Monday night, they will take on Hankinson, uh, Campbellton to Fairmont, and Hendrickson Field. That'll be a night game. Uh, 6 o'clock first pitch against Hankinson CTF. And then they'll take uh, on Ellendale. They'll be back in Ellendale on Wednesday. And then they will be on the road at Hankinson on Thursday as they get ready to wrap up the regular season. So that's a look at, again, just wrapping up things in the Legion baseball world here today. Now we're going to talk uh, college athletics. 
And we'll start off with college softball. As, of course, Valley City State University coming off that 54-win uh, season. They went on to the World Series, uh, setting uh, numerous records uh, individual and team-wise during the year. Um, had that third-ever appearance in the NEI Softball World Series. Well, Mike Moak, the head coach from Valley City State, is now in Texas as he has moved on and is now the head coach of West Texas A&M University down in Canyon, Texas. And that is uh, a branch of Texas A&M Aggies. And so he is uh, down in Texas. Well, speaking of Texas, we had two people come from Texas to now take over Valley City State's softball program. As Valley City State University uh, Athletic Director uh, Jill DeVries announced here uh, yesterday, the hiring of Mark Matson and Barbie Matson as their new softball coaching staff. Now the Matsons will take over VCSU program after coaching last season, the last seven seasons, at Angelina College, an NJCAA Division I school in Lufkin, Texas. Under their leadership, Angelina College won its first ever national championship in 2014. And last season, the Roadrunners were national runners-up at the NJCAA Division I level. Now, Mark will take over as the head coach at BCSU, while Barbie has been named the associate head coach at BCSU. And uh, BCSU is in the third school where this husband and wife team have uh, been to uh, run a softball program, including Angeline. They also had a stop at North Dakota State College of Science in Wapaton. Now, the Matsons are no strangers, strangers to success on the national level after leading Angelina to that national title in 2014. As a result of that, the Matsons were named the NFCA Coaching Staff of the Year at the NJCAA Division I level. Now, this past season, the Roadrunners again took second in the nation and had six players sign to play NCAA Division I softball. Now, during their seven seasons, at Angelina, the Roadrunners compiled a 253 and 131 record and made two appearances in the national tournament. Prior to their time at Angelina, the Matsons started the softball program at NDSCS in Wapaton and led the Wildcats to two conference titles and three regional tournament appearances. And uh, so that is uh, the new coaching staff for the Valley City State softball team. And you can read more about uh, the uh, Matsons on our website at newsdakota.com. And uh, we'll have, I'm sure, a chance to talk with Mark and Barbie here in uh, coming Super Sports Saturdays as uh, they get ready, of course, to fall uh, softball season, fall baseball season, again, not too far away. And uh, we'll be talking with the Matsons here later on. And before we uh, go on to our next topic, which will be still college athletics and talking college golf, I want to remind you, you are listening to Super Sports Saturday on 1490 AM, 96.3 FM, KOVC in Valley City, 1400 AM, 107.1 FM, ESPN, Jamestown, 1220 KDDR 95.9 FM The Tornado in Oaks and 1600 KDAK 100.1 The Cardinal in Carrington. We'll take a break. When we come back, we are going to talk with Coach uh, Kerry Bodine, the new head coach of the Valley City State golf team interim coach. And we'll have a conversation with Kerry coming up next. This is Super Sports Saturday live from Jack Brown Stadium in Jamestown. 
The biggest adventures start with the biggest dreams, and you can make them come true with the 2019 Honda Pioneer 1000. It's a Sports A 999cc engine, a six-speed automatic dual-clutch transmission, and an impressive 2,000-pound towing capacity, which means you can do it all, hunting, fishing, trail riding, and more. Just head to Gun & Real Sports on 1st Street West Jamestown and check out the Honda Pioneer 1000 today. For your safety, read the owner's manual, wear a helmet and eye protection. Always wear your seatbelts and keep the side nets and doors closed. Pioneers are for drivers 16 years and older. Check out the new daily specials at Central Avenue Health Mart Pharmacy, your locally owned pharmacy. Every Monday is Memory Mondays, 20% off scrapbooking and picture frames. Tuesday is two for Tuesday, buy one, get one free on all Health Mart products. Wednesday is Whimsical Wednesday, 20% off home decor. Thursday is Toy Thursday, 20% off all toys. Friday is Fabric Friday, 20% off all crafts. And Saturday is Serious Saving Saturday with a discount drawing at time of purchase. Central Avenue Health Mart Pharmacy, downtown Valley City. Health Mart, caring for you and about you. The long winter has made busy bees out of us to get our yards ready. How many projects are on your yard's to-do list? Keep Sherbinsky Inc. on speed dial. Their screen black dirt can help you patch up and level out your yard or add to that beautiful flower bed you're designing. With a wide variety of sand and rock, you can landscape your heart's desire or your wife's. And gardeners, pay attention. Sherbinsky has manure, nature's fertilizer, to help give your garden that something extra for delicious yields. Sherbinsky Inc. 252-2652. Paying your energy bill the old-fashioned way takes a lot of steps including all those steps to the mailbox. ePay from Ottertail Power Company is an easier way to manage your account anytime, anywhere, even from your mobile phone. It's free. It's easy. Take the first step. Enroll at otpco.com slash ePay. Ottertail Power Company. On for you. Hey listeners, this is Casey Glant with Go Promo, the region's number one promotional vendor for your school. If your school, team, or fans need custom apparel with embroidery and screen printing services and you need them on time, just Go Promo. Need an easy way for everyone to place their order? Just Go Promo. Go Promo creates custom online stores just for your school or team and kicks back 10% of sales to you as a fundraiser. Visit justgopromo.com or call 877-99-PROMO to learn more. Go Promo. Consider it branded. Summer is shining bright, and Mertz Lumber and Supply in Ellendale and Oaks can help make your building project shine, too. Stop in and browse through their aisles of tools, paint, floor covering, building supplies, and much more. They can help you plan, price, and provide materials for your small or large project. Quality materials, competitive prices, and knowledgeable service will help you get the job done right. Check out MertzLumber.com or stop in today and shine bright with Mertz Lumber and Supply in Ellendale and Oaks. McDonald back with you here, Super Sports Saturday. We are live from Jack Brown Stadium. Uh, it's going to be a gorgeous day if you like hot weather here on uh, this Saturday. And again, Phil Brown Classic coming up. A couple of games here on KDAK beginning at 1 o'clock. We'll have Carrington against Jamestown and then Carrington and Aberdeen to follow at around 3. And then on ESPN, we'll have the 1 o'clock game, Jamestown and Carrington. And they wrap it up at 5 o'clock with Jamestown and the Aberdeen 
Smitty's. As it's three minutes past the hour of 12 o'clock here on this Super Sports Saturday. Well, again, we're talking college athletics. And earlier this week, Valley City State University had another open coaching position that they need to fill. Of course, after the uh, tragic passing of head coach Jamie Powers from the golf team, and Kerry Bodin was named the new head coach, the interim coach of the Valley City State golf team, men's and women's golf team, and she uh, had a chance to sit down and chat with the new head coach of the Vikings. Back here on Super Sports Saturday, and we are going to turn our attention to college athletics, uh, more specifically college golf. Valley City State University uh, named an interim head coach this past week, and Carrie uh, Bodine joining us. Coach Bodine, congratulations and welcome. Thank you, and thank well, you for having me. Well, now you've been on campus. It's not you're not new. It's, right. Uh, you've been working uh, in on campus in the administration office and so forth. So you've been working on campus. So uh, this is not new, I guess. Question number one: Just your thoughts on getting the position. Uh, I know the situation, the, the circumstances are tough uh, with the passing of Coach uh, Powers, but just your thoughts on getting the position here. You know, I'm I'm very honored to receive this position. I'm looking forward to a lot of aspects of this new position in connecting with student athletes and, and getting back to the competitive side of golf, traveling to the courses that we play. I'm really looking forward to it. And the support and encouragement I've received so far has really been amazing. And so that makes me extra eager to get things started and underway. Well, now you talk about getting back to competitive golf. You're in University of Minnesota Crookston, and that's where you uh Played uh, play your college golf. So uh, uh, let's uh, let's tell people a little bit about the Carrie Bodine. What what we don't know about you. And get <laughs> get to know you a little bit here. Sure. Um, yes, I did play at University of Minnesota Crookston, and so that's a Division two school, um, just north of here and into Minnesota a little bit. Um, I majored in sports management while I was there, so I wanted to get some experience in athletics and worked with men's basketball and women's basketball when I was not in season during the fall and spring seasons and um, got some more experience with intramurals and athletic administration. So that's my background in athletics, and I've been at VCSU for six years now. So it's, like you said, nothing new to me to connect with those student athletes and and build some relationships within the community and things. Have you had a chance to talk with some of the uh, student athletes? I know some have graduated, but talk with any mm-hmm. of the, the golfers uh, already? Yeah, um, I have known a handful of them as students besides their student-athlete positions on campus, so it's good to have those already. Um, But I've also reached out to the teams and working on connecting with a couple of the seniors specifically to talk about some of their wants and their needs going forward so we can gear up for season and be ready to go in the fall. How about recruiting? I know at college uh, you talk about recruiting, and uh, recruiting nowadays seems to be 12 months out of the year, but how about that as far as you're concerned I'm, as far as the recruiting season? Um, right now I'm pretty confident in the, res- the resources that we have. Jill has been really amazing to work with so far, and I know our enrollment services staff have records from recruiting already, so it's just a matter of connecting with the right people and especially connecting with some of the high school coaches. Working in student affairs so far gives me a good idea of, of the students that we recruit and the students that are successful at VCSU, so I don't think that'll be an issue for me going forward. And the program has seen success here over the years. 
I yes, think absolutely. the men were second in the NSAA here this past mm-hmm. year. So, uh, yes, some have graduated, but mm-hmm. uh, still the success breeds success. So you got to be pleased with what you have coming back. Yes, absolutely. Um, Jamie had really set things up for success, and I really want to make him proud and, and leave some of his legacy there, especially with senior Jared Lentz from last year with earning Athlete of the Year. I remember he was very excited to learn that a golfer had won that honor. And so continuing that success, I just want to make Jamie proud of what we do going forward. Well, of course, we'll talk a lot when we get uh, closer to the, the season here this fall, and uh, we'll be hearing you throughout the uh, the golf season. Again, congratulations, and look forward to talking to you uh, as we get closer to the golf season. Thank you. Thank you very much. You bet. That is uh, head coach uh, Kerry Bodine joining us uh, from the uh, Valley City State University golf team. Again, just named the interim head coach here this past week at VCSU. We'll take a break. Be back with more Super Sports Saturday live from Jack Brown Stadium here in Jamestown in the Phil Brown Classic. We'll be back right after this. This is Tara from RM Stout wishing all of our area athletes a healthy and successful season. RM Stout is your premier Ford, Lincoln, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram dealership, and we're proud to have served you and your family for the last 77 years. Whether you're in the market for your very first vehicle or are ready to work with us again, we truly appreciate every opportunity to earn your business. See us at the junction of I-94 and Highway 281 South. Call us at 252-2270 or see us online at stoutcars.com. RM Stout for the best value since 1941. Before you can start building business, you have to build a business, you know, a building, a storefront, a facility, new or addition. Problem is, you're too busy taking care of business, you don't have time to meet with a planner, a contractor, and all the suppliers. But if you wait any longer, you're going to start losing business. Well, have you heard about Hillroot Construction? They're in the business of building business. Literally, quality commercial construction saves you time, stress, and money so that you can get on with your business. Visit hillrootconstruction.com or call 253-8310 to get the ball rolling. Come home to Oaks Family Pharmacy, where they treat you like family. With great knowledge and customer service, the staff is committed to making your prescription health and gift needs as simple as possible. While you wait for your prescriptions, check out the great items in the store. Tornado, Oaks, and North Dakota wall decor, summer clothing, baby gifts, and more. With summer also comes sunshine and nasty bugs. So protect yourself with sunscreen and insect repellent spray and lotion. Visit Oaks Family Pharmacy at 422 Main Avenue in Oaks. Quality apparel and promotional products are important to your business, organization, and school. You want a company that you can depend on to help you choose the right product for your promotion and someone who will deliver on time. That's why Affordable Promo, located at 816 West Main in Valley City, should be your first choice. Offering screen printing, embroidering, and promotional products throughout the Midwest with fast turnaround. No job is too big or too small. Affordable Promo for all of your business, school, and event apparel and promotional products. Kratberg Electric believes in quality first, taking pride in their work and standing behind every project they do. They're bringing together the power, technology, and the experience that keeps your business online. The success of Grotberg Electric depends on three major ideals, the quality of their products, the commitment to their customers, and most of all, their customer service. Call Grotberg Electric today at 845-3010 or visit them online at grotbergelectric.com. Arrowwood Prairie Co-op in Wimbledon, Cooperstown, Carrington, and Sutton is your full-time Senex shop. They offer great service and top-of-the-line products. Arrowwood Prairie Co-op is also your one-stop farm shop with a large convenience store, ag products, and their top-quality trusted mechanic shop. Stop in today to your local Arrowwood Prairie Co-op where all your needs are met under one roof. 
Visit Arrowwood Prairie Co-op with locations in Wimbledon, Cooperstown, Carrington, and Sutton. Here's the latest weather information from meteorologist Mick Kerr. Those clouds should clear away for the afternoon with a high of 86. And that wind still out of the south up to 10. 20% chance of some showers and thunderstorms yet this afternoon. Increasing clouds tonight, low expected of 69. South wind to 10 and still a 10% chance of some thunderstorms. Tomorrow, partly sunny, hot with a high close to 90. That heat index could reach 96 and a south wind to 10 with a 20% chance of some thunderstorms. For more on weather, check out our website at newsdakota.com. When I wake up, well, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who wakes up next to you. When I go out, yeah, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who goes along with you. Bob McDonald back with you here at uh, Jack Brown Stadium. It is uh, Super Sports Saturday on the road here today. As uh, coming up here again later on at about 12.50 pregame, 1 o'clock first pitch, Jamestown will be taking on Carrington here at the Phil Brown Classic. Uh, for those of you on ESPN Jamestown and for KDAK. And then for ESPN, we'll take a break and we'll be back at 5 o'clock, second game of the day-night doubleheader, the split doubleheader, if you will, here at the Philbron Classic. Jamestown will take on Aberdeen. For KDAK, we'll be part of a tripleheader after the Jamestown-Carrington game. Then Carrington will be taking on Aberdeen at 3 o'clock, and that'll lead into Twins baseball at 5.30. And uh, for those of you on the KLBC and on KDDR, again, 5.30 Twins tonight, 5.30 pregame, 6.10 first pitch, the Twins and the Cleveland Indians game two of their series. Twins winning last night 5-3, and now open up a six-and-a-half game lead on Cleveland, and that'll be coming up tonight. Jake Odorizzi will go for the Twins tonight. The All-Star didn't play because he was injured, had that uh, blister on his uh, middle finger on the right hand, but he is going to be activated off the injured reserve and pitch tonight. Trevor Bauer will be pitching on the other side for the Cleveland Indians. As a matter of fact, three out of the four pitchers in the next two nights were all-stars. Jose Perillos and Jake Odorizzi for the Twins, and uh, Jay Bieber, who was also the MVP of the World's, of the uh, All-Star Game, and that'll be uh, tomorrow night. But lots of baseball here for you on this Saturday, and as you heard the forecast, a steamy Saturday. We're sitting at 79 degrees right now here in Jamestown as the uh, cloudy skies have now moved away, and we've got bright sunshine. More on that coming up on our pregame show. Well, now on Super Sports Saturday, we'll have our conversation, our weekly conversation with Wyatt Hatcher, of course, the Valley City native who is now in North Carolina working for Team Penske. We try to catch up with Wyatt each week if uh, his schedule allows and our schedule allows and talk a little bit about NASCAR and about Team Penske. And I chatted uh, with Wyatt last night a little bit about what's been going on here recently with Team Penske and NASCAR. Back here on Super Sports Saturday, live here from Phil Brown Classic here at Jack Brown Stadium in Jamestown. And, of course, Legion Baseball has been the focal point for most of the time here on the show today. But, of course, now that we're back, we have our NASCAR segment. And Wyatt Hatcher from Team Penske joining us. Wyatt, how you doing? 
Great, Paul. How are you? Oh, always good. Always good, especially when we get a chance to uh, visit on these. Uh, well, you usually we usually talk Friday night uh, before we uh, before the show on Saturday, but uh, so it's been a week. Uh, didn't get a chance to chat uh, the week uh, last week. Now at uh, they were at Daytona last weekend, the Fourth of July weekend on the uh, the sixth. Now, if memory serves, Joey Logano did get the pole position, didn't he? Uh, yeah, and uh, then it turned into a big old demolition derby, <laughs> just like always. That's what I heard. There was uh, there was a collision that took care of just about half the field or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, there's the, the big one, they call it. They always, they always say Daytona's got the, the big one, and uh, they had that towards the end of the race, it took out everybody. Well, it it was rain shortened. Uh, I don't. Uh, they didn't really get a chance to finish the whole thing. And uh, and a young a young twenty year old, I think, uh, came up and won uh, won his first race ever. Yeah. Yep. That was his first uh, first race. He's actually an Xfinity driver uh, most of the time, full time. And uh, Justin Haley actually. He's, uh, I actually know the guy, and um, they put him in a put him in a cup car and. <laughs> Second time in a cup car wins a wins a race, a big one at that. Yeah, it was that uh, uh, at Daytona. At the it was uh, the, is where they were racing at Daytona last week. And now this weekend, you guys are in uh, at Kentucky. Now this is the first uh, time you've been in Kentucky this uh, this year, isn't it? And the only time, actually. Yep, yep. Just this time. Where where in Kentucky, Wyatt? Gatlin County, Kentucky. Okay. Kentucky. <laughs> Okay, and the Kentucky Raceway—that's where we're at this weekend. And uh, and have have they fared well? How's uh, Penske done there in in uh, in the past? You know. Well, you know what? Brad has done really good. This is actually his second most winning track. His first most winning track is Talladega, with five wins. But uh, here at Kentucky, he's he's got three wins under his belt, four top fives, six top tens. So he's uh, in eight starts. So he's he's pretty good at this track. He's open for a, uh, another win. Now I was going to ask you, and, and I know you may not know the answer to this, and, and that's okay. But it's just kind of something that, as a novice fan, that I think about because you know when I think of, of team sports like baseball and basketball and football and, and hockey or whatever, and you have guys uh, that flourish at a certain arena or in a certain stadium that they seem to always play well there. And he mentioned uh, Brad that he's. Uh, this is one of his better tracks. When a race, when a driver does well at tracks, is it just the way the track is set up that it's more geared? No pun intended. To the way that they, uh, <laughs> way they drive, or why would it? Why does a driver do well at some tracks and not so well at others? They, it's it's almost like they understand that track better. They 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 either like the track better. They just they they study that track more. And, uh, you know, it's almost like they, they can see the track in a different way than the next guy, you know, um, like Talladega, he does really good at Talladega. He's got five wins there. He just, he knows he's been there enough times to know what line he wants to take at what time during the race, you know, they'll change from an inside lane to the outside lane throughout the whole race, you know, and they'll, uh, they'll, and he knows exactly what line to take because he, he's just been there enough. He, he studied it enough. 
And that's, too, where uh, a crew chief probably comes into play, too, uh, as they're, they're probably telling them, okay, you're coming up to this spot on the track. This is where we should do this, this, this. That's where a crew chief, like a coach, is kind of telling the driver, kind of helping them along because they've got a bird's-eye view of the track, too, don't they? Yeah, that's exactly it. Yep, you nailed that on the head. You know, it's uh, Paul Wolf, Brad's um, crew chief. He's, he's definitely did, did his homework on a lot of these on a lot of these tracks and he's he's real good at strategy so he he studies that a lot more than probably most guys do and that's what makes team penske uh so good when you have uh, guys that do that kind of stuff because it's, it's just that little extra isn't it that really makes uh helps uh, out on uh, saturday or sunday whenever the race is when your crew chief uh is kind of just takes that little extra step uh to uh, ensure that you do well at a track Exactly. Goes back through the notes, studied what worked, what didn't. Just watching old videotapes, everything. They they uh, they try to get they cover all aspects of it. Well, now next week we're not going to have a chance to visit. We won't have a show next week. You know, I actually going to take a, t- a day off. You know, I figured it's, it's time that I take a, take some time off. But next week it's New Hampshire. You guys are already working on the New Hampshire uh, track, working on the car for that, or you're looking ahead to Pocono for the last uh, last week in July. Yeah, we're uh, we're ready, done with the Loudon, the New Hampshire cars, and we're working on the po- Pocono cars now. Uh, see, when you and I first talked, you know, beginning of this year, and you told me how you worked two weeks ahead, uh, that that's kind of cool that you guys, uh, I suppose you have to do that because you have to go through the inspection. We've talked about that before. You go through the inspection. You guys kind of do a mock inspection just to make sure everything's good before you actually get to the track, right? Correct, correct. Yeah, that's exactly it. And it shows this weekend. Sometimes that that doesn't always uh, happen either. We had uh, we had a little hiccup with our Xfinity car that uh, actually costed us an L1 penalty, which means it's a $10,000 fine to the team. The crew chief actually gets suspended for this race, and it costed us 10 um, points in the Xfinity series. I hope you didn't uh, lose any money over it. Nope. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> well, and, and you mentioned the crew chief is, gets suspended. I mean, the crew chief, that's the coach. That's the thats the, the lead guy, isn't it? And hes he's got to make sure none of this happens. Yep, that's exactly it. And, uh, you know, somebody made a, a bad decision along the way that uh, I don't think was very approved. And um, it costed... <laughs> costed more than just money you know it costed points costed time so they're going to make sure that never happens again that's the truth <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right well i tell you why we got again we're going to have uh, next week off uh, after the uh new hampshire you got uh, kentucky this week new hampshire so when next time uh, we talk we'll be getting ready for uh, pocono and uh and then watkins Glen. we're getting down there i we're i think we're less than halfway uh left to go here in the season before they start talking playoffs which i think comes up in september doesn't it Yep, September fifteenth is the first playoff playoff race. Okay, so I just counted. That means there's eight races left, and then it's playoff time. And right now, as uh, Team Penske, if I look right, we've got three guys uh, in the playoffs. With of course Brad and Joey and Ryan Blaney. Doesn't look like Paul Menard's going to make it, but you get three racers there. That's still pretty good. Yep, that's exactly it. Yeah, Joey's first, Brad's fourth, and Blaney's eleventh right now. So we're we're staying pretty good right now. 
All right. Well, White, you have yourself a great week. Thanks for talking with us again, and uh, we'll check back in a couple of weeks. Sounds great, Paul. It's good to hear from you. You too, buddy. That is White Hatcher from Team Penske joining us again this week. We'll be back and wrap things up here on this Super Sports Saturday right after this. Hello from Husqvarna. Sure, you want our mighty outdoor power equipment, but you're embarrassed our rugged dealers like Sven or Bob will know you can't pronounce Husqvarna, the name that means craftsmanship all over the world. So I teach you now how to say Husqvarna. You say husk like corn and varn like varnish without the ish and nah. Like nah, I don't want any other stinking chainsaw or trimmer or more. I want the best in the world. I want Husqvarna. Husqvarna. Tough name, tough equipment. Your local Husqvarna dealer is SNS Auto Electric of Valley City. Summer is shining bright, and Mertz Lumber and Supply in Ellendale and Oaks can help make your building project shine too. Stop in and browse through their aisles of tools, paint, floor covering, building supplies, and much more. They can help you plan, price, and provide materials for your small or large project. Quality materials, competitive prices, and knowledgeable service will help you get the job done right. Check out MertzLumber.com or stop in today and shine bright with Mertz Lumber and Supply in Ellendale and Oaks. Guaranteeing quality products at competitive prices. That's Custom Machine in Oaks. They are your full-service machine and fabrication shop. Whether you need one part or a thousand, they'll have exactly what you need. Custom Machine offers water jet cutting services, CNC lath and millwork, complete welding shop, manual machining and repair, driveline rebuilding, and much more. Give Custom Machine a call today at 742-3188 or just stop by 501 4th Street South in Oaks. Have you experienced any of the following? Burning, stinging of the eyes, a gritty, sandy feeling in your eyelids, watery eyes? Well, these are all symptoms of a treatable condition called dry eye. Come to professional eye care centers for an evaluation and let us help you achieve consistent, clear, comfortable vision. Professional eye care centers, where the difference is clear, the difference is care. In Valley City, call 845-5000. Arrowwood Prairie Co-op in Wimbledon, Cooperstown, Carrington, and Sutton is your full-time Senex shop. They offer great service and top-of-the-line products. Arrowwood Prairie Co-op is also your one-stop farm shop with a large convenience store, ag products, and their top-quality trusted mechanic shop. Stop in today to your local Arrowwood Prairie Co-op where all your needs are met under one roof. Visit Arrowwood Prairie Co-op with locations in Wimbledon, Cooperstown, Carrington, and Sutton. Back with you here at Super Sports Saturday. We are live from Jack Brown Stadium, the Phil Brown Classic coming up here in about a half an hour on KDAK and ESPN as Jamestown and Carrington will play in the first game. We'll hit the air with the pregame at around 12.50 and then that first pitch at 1 o'clock this afternoon. And then on KDAK, we'll have Carrington taking on Aberdeen in the second game today. And then they'll be heading off KDAK. Well, you fans will be heading over to Twins Baseball at 5.30. And on ESPN, Jamestown fans will be back here at about 4.50 or about uh, 10 minutes before the first pitch as Jamestown will play Aberdeen in the final game here of day one of the Phil Brown Classic. 
Well, time now just to kind of wrap things up, taking a look at our news and notes. And on our news and notes segment here today, we're going to be talking shooting sports as some national tournaments and national events going on in the shooting sport department. And North Dakota's 4-H shooting sports team, archery team, but placed 10th at the shotgun team and the shotgun team placed 11th at the 2019 4-H National Championships were held in Grand Island, Nebraska. The youth competed in a field of 30 teams in the shotgun events and 24 teams in the archery events and the North Dakota teams consisted of competitors who qualified in the 2018 North Dakota State Championships in shotgun and archery. Each team had four members who competed in their qualifying discipline. Members of the shotgun team were Zachary Oma and Chris Morstead and Erica Sheepert from Ramsey County and Andrew Hill from Dickey County, Cheyenne Beam and Ben Nemeth from Morton County, Ethan Myers from Ward and Ethan Sprague from Stutzman County represented North Dakota in archery. The teams were required to participate in 3D, World Federation, field archery, and a half field round of National Federation Archery Association archery at the national championships. Now the shotgun events included trap, skeet, and sporting clays, and participants earned individual and team awards for the top 10 placing in the discipline for each day and overall match awards. You can check out the results, how that went on our website at News Dakota. Com. And speaking of shooting sports, the National Trap Shooting Competition, High School Trap Shooting Competition, is going on in Mason, Michigan this weekend. And uh, we'll have results on how the Valley City team and some area teams fared there. I think Barnes County North and uh, uh, Kindred have other shooters as well uh, in that. But again, that's going on in Mason, Michigan, the National Trap and Skeet Shooting Competition for uh, high school and uh, that's going on again in Michigan, and we'll have results from that next week on our website. Well, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Super Sports Saturday, and uh, we're off next week uh, for a little vacation time on Super Sports Saturday. We'll be back uh, with uh, lots more as we get close to football season. There's about a month and a half left to go here before football season, and uh, we'll have uh, more Super Sports Saturday coming up at the end of this month and into August. My thanks to Sam Joseph, Tim Ranham, of course, Kerry Bodine, and also Wyatt Hatcher joining us here on today's program, and thanks to you listeners joining us on this week's Super Sports Saturday. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday, and we'll see you again in a couple of weeks. Y'all ready for this?